Vetify's Fixed Income Symposium is the most important fixed income event of the summer. Join experts such as Simplify CEO and founder Paul Kim, Vetify's head of research Todd Rosenbluth, and more. Register for the July 24th Fixed Income Symposium at etftrends.com slash webcast slash fixed dash income dash symposium. One Fund, on point for today, the experts to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, it's the ETF of the week where we examine trending, new and newsworthy, unique and intriguing exchange-traded funds with Tom Lydon. He's the vice chairman at Vetify, and the Vetify.com site has a suite of tools and research that's going to help you become a savvier, smarter, and better investor in ETFs. Tom Lydon, great to chat with you again Chuck, how are you today? Your ETF of the week is... The Consumer Discretionary Select Sector Spider ETF, ticker symbol XLY. The XLY, the Consumer Discretionary Select Sector Spider. And of course, the consumer has been king. They have been keeping the economy upright and floating these days. So is that the basic theme here, or is there more to it with the XLY being the ETF of the week? Well, there are a few things that are to it here, Chuck. First of all, you're right. The consumer, even though we've been in inflationary times, we've had higher interest rates, they keep finding money to spend, which is good. It's good for the economy. It's good for the stock market. and. Really what it's signaling, Chuck, is we may have higher interest rates for longer. And you know what? There have been periods of time in the past where we've gone many, many years and lived with higher interest rates. It's not necessarily great when you're buying a house or when you're buying a car, but if there's enough money around, there are enough people spending, that's okay. The other thing here that I think we wanted to point out, this is the biggest consumer discretionary ETF that's out there. And with that in mind, it's important to take a minute and look under the hood. Surprisingly, two companies, Amazon and Tesla, make up almost 24% of the weighting within this ETF. We've talked about the magnificent seven stocks in the S&P 500. We've talked about the top 10 stocks of the NASDAQ 100 that have a weighting that's over 62%. This also affects other ETFs that are out there. So it's important to know. But if the consumer is continuing to buy, even though we have these inflationary times, you're going to see companies like Amazon, like Tesla, and some of the other companies in this index, Home Depot, Lowe's, McDonald's, Starbucks, Ford. There are a whole bunch of companies in there that if the consumer continues to have an appetite to spend, they'll continue to do so. With that, These companies overall in this index are up 34% year to date, actually outperforming the S&P 500, which is pretty surprising. It is. I think the other side is that people might hear you say it's up 34% and they think maybe it's late to get in. But the truth is, it was only about eight weeks ago that this fund got above its 200-day moving average. That's not a pure 200-day moving average play. If it was, we would have been buying it eight weeks ago. But still, this is one of those ETFs that it's close enough to the 200-day moving average that you're not worried that the only place it has to go from here is down, right? That's it. I mean, we've had a pretty good run so far year to date. But 
it's still a handful of stocks. If you took Amazon and Tesla out of this index, it wouldn't have been up half as much as it is now. The idea here is the market in general looks healthy. It's not overpriced in general. There are a lot of companies, especially mid-cap and small companies, that are done quite well. And then again, when you look overseas, valuations are pretty favorable too. I think the big thing here, Chuck, is we see now almost $7 trillion in money market fund that's on the sidelines. We know people felt more comfortable not fully participating in the down move that we saw in both bonds and stocks last year. But the big question is, when is that money going to come back? And unfortunately, when people operate on their stomach, it only comes back after the market's had a full rebound, right? Absolutely. I want to go back to something that you said at the beginning when you were first starting your description of the XLY, which is you said that the market has been through periods where we've had long stretches of high interest rates. But I don't know that the ETF world has been through that period. The ETF today is clearly the winner in the mutual fund wars. What's the better vehicle, et cetera. But it hasn't been around so long because we had lower for longer for so much longer that I don't know that you can look back and go, oh, let's compare this to that period in the ETF's history. So that being the case, I will assume, but I want you to clarify it, that there's nothing here where you go, hey, now that ETFs experienced this, there's something unexpected could happen, that this is the vehicle you would have wanted, not just today, but you would have wanted all those years ago when we were also facing higher rates for longer like we are now. Yeah, and it's important to point out, Chuck, that ETFs are just another wrapper. It's like a mutual fund. So back then when we were in the 80s and we saw extremely high rates, mutual funds were king back then. I worked at Fidelity in the 1980s and it was exploding. But there was also a period of time when as ETFs continued to develop, as you point out, rates continued to drop. So we had 30 years of declining interest rates, which benefited both the stock market and the bond market, now we're in little uncharted waters. The volatility that we've seen in both stocks and bonds collectively is something that most financial advisors and most individual investors haven't experienced before. I think with that being said, the message is this, lift up the hood, understand what you own. And if you're on the sidelines and you're happy getting four and a half, five percent in money market funds, great. But you have to think about what's going to be happening down the road. And if we actually do have lower interest rates a year from now, that means you're not going to get paid well in the money market funds. You're not going to get paid well from having the money on the sidelines. And the fact that we're all living longer, it's important to make sure that your money's working for you in a responsible way. How much of a portfolio do you let a specialty fund like this be? Yeah, it's a small amount, Chuck, 3 to 5%. But if the signal is not only from a market standpoint, but also from an economic standpoint, that consumer confidence continues to rise, which it has been this past year, these types of stocks will continue to do well. I don't know about you, but there's three or four times a week we're getting boxes from Amazon at this place, whether it's people delivering toothpaste or something to put on the wall or something like that. I mean, I can't tell you the last time there was a week that went by when something from Amazon didn't show up. And that's not going to go away. As consumers, we're going to continue to utilize 
best pricing, best delivery. And that being said, Lowe's and Home Depot, the same thing, trying to fix up houses, trying to have stuff delivered. It all works well. So here we are in the heat of the summer and people are still feeling more confident today than they did six months ago. So they're going to spend. And we're going to invest in them. That's why the XLY, the Consumer Discretionary Select Sector Spider, is the ETF of the week. Great stuff, Tom. Talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. I am Chuck Jaffe. Why don't you check out my hour-long weekday podcast at your favorite podcast app or by going to moneylifeshow.com. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, make sure you go to vetify.com. They've got plenty of tools there to help you become a savvier, smarter investor in ETFs. Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify. Well, he's my guest today. You can find him on Twitter at Tom Lydon. You can find the firm on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. The ETF of the Week is here for you every Thursday. We hope you will follow along to make sure you don't miss an episode. And if you like us, we'd love it if you'd leave a comment and a rating because they really do help. If you don't like us, tell us what bugs you. Chuck at MoneyLifeShow.com is how you reach me to have that discussion. We'll be back next week. And until then, happy investing, everybody. <laughs>